0: Hi, Ashley, it's Becky Mitchell of Becky's Lens. I serve the Memphis, Tennessee and Indianapolis, Indiana area, and I would love to hear your top five to ten things, actual items, actions that you do in your CEO time that moves your needle forward. I struggle with the vagueness of what moves the needle forward, and I would love to know what your top five are. So that I could use your great wisdom. Thanks so much. And I love your podcast. I also love all the information that you give out to us, Mom Togs. We are so appreciative for your investment in us. Thank you. Hey there, Mama, and welcome to the Organized Mom Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, And this show is for all you mom photographers out there on a mission to enjoy motherhood while building a thriving photography business you love. I'm a productivity and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and a homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, late night editing sessions, and the endless messes that will one day miss strewn across the floor. Join me every week as we dive into the strategies and mindset shifts you'll need to prioritize, organize, and streamline your life and your business. Gone are the days of sitting on the sidelines, overwhelmed by the challenges that come your way. It's time to take serious action, confidently step into the role as the CEO, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth. Mama, if you're ready to stop feeling like you have to choose between being a present mama or a successful business owner, and finally feel equipped to do both well, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today for another Ask Ashley episode. So if you are new to the podcast or just new to this style of episode, I actually have a spot on my website where listeners can go and ask me specific questions that I will then air into a podcast episode. So... Thank you so much, Becky, for leaving such an incredible question. So I am very excited to dive in. But if you are listening and you're like, wait, I didn't know this was a thing, I have a question. You can definitely go submit your question. You can head to thepurposegatheringcom ask Ashley and you can leave me an audio recording just like Becky did with your question. And I cannot wait to answer it here on the podcast. So before I get in to answering Becky's question, I want you guys to first take a moment to answer this question that I have for you. And I would love for you to send me the answer to this over on Voxer, a free walkie talkie app. Um, my username is a afreehand. It'll be linked up in the show notes. Um, this is something new that I started doing because I wanna be able to connect with you guys more. I wanna be able to hear your voice. I wanna be able to just chat with you And so the question I would love for you to answer is, what do you feel like is holding you back from consistently moving the needle forward in your business? Maybe you think it's lack of time, maybe it's just not knowing what to do, or maybe it's something else. So you can go ahead and message me your answer, or maybe listen through and hear what I'm about to share um, in response to Becky's question, and then maybe send me your answer over on Voxer after that. So first of all, again, Becky, thank you so much. I love your question. I think it is so practical and tactical, which is so my jam. So I am so happy to be able to share with you some actual action items of what I do during my CEO time and where I think um, you should spend some of your time as well to really move the needle forward in your business. So. First, I want to share with you four things that I do during my CEO day, and then I'll kind of give you some examples and some things that sort of fit under each of these. Um, the first one that I do is I like to reflect. And essentially, I think this is something that a lot of people miss because we are just so ingrained, I think, as humans to move from one thing to the next to the next. And we're always looking ahead um, and we are really struggling with staying in the present moment. And maybe that's not just, maybe that's not everybody. Maybe that's just me. Um, But maybe you can relate to that as well. Like, I just feel like I am always jumping ahead to the next thing. And I have a really hard time to just pause and reflect. And so that's something that I really like to do during my CEO time is to just start to celebrate. I want to celebrate my wins from the past week. I want to evaluate what's working in my business. Um, I want to think about what's not working in my business, right? I really want to reflect. I want to be very introspective during this time. I also want to do a capacity check. I want to make sure that I'm feeling good, energetically, emotionally, physically, right? I think all of these things are really important as a business owner to be aware of. Um, And you probably hear people talk about this all the time, like self care and mindset. And they're not just buzzwords, just because they're buzzwords for a reason, because they matter. Um, And, you know, my previous coach, Rachel Cook ingrained in my brain that you have to protect the asset and you as the business owner, you're the asset. And so I really think it's important to check in regularly with what you need and um, see what you want to maintain and what you need to change, right? And where you might need support. And so that's the first thing that I like to do during my CEO date. Next, I like to track and evaluate. So I talk about this a lot on my podcast, and if you're not using Toggle, I don't know why, um, because it is a game changer. And so, yes, it takes time, yes, it's tedious, but I promise you, when you start to track your time, you start to make better, more informed decisions. So you're not just willy nilly throwing spaghetti at the wall saying, I think I'm gonna spend my time on this today. Like, no, you need to know what's moving the needle. And what moves the needle for me might not move the needle for you, right? It really depends on your business structure. It depends on what type of photography that you do. Yes, you can use some of the strategies that I'm about to share, but if it's not working for you in that way, then you need to evaluate different things. So I think that's something that's really important that I love to talk about on the podcast is that there are principles that um, work, um, but there are execution strategies that are different, right? And so you might hear me talk about something and You know, three other different photography educators talk about something completely different. And that's because that's what's worked for us. So I just want to give you these tips with that caveat that you really have to do the work yourself as the CEO to really understand where you're spending your time and if it is on the right things. And you will start to know that because. Once you start tracking your time, you're going to then be able to say like, okay, so I was spending my time, you know, really talking to vendors, um, complimentary businesses who service my same client, and those are how I'm getting my referrals. It's really not, you know, people inquiring through social media saying they found me on Instagram, right? It was a referral of someone else. And that's a whole nother topic for another day, because, you know, that's really hard to track sometimes. Sometimes they find you on Instagram, but really it was a word of mouth referral. So without going down a rabbit hole, just make sure that you are tracking your time and that you are reviewing it so that you can evaluate your growth. So that is something that I am regularly doing during my CEO date. Next, I want you to think about checking your conversion rate. So the number of bookings that you're getting divided by your number of inquiries. Okay, so if you're not Booking any clients, but you're getting inquiries, you need to start working on figuring out why you're not converting your inquiries. Are your prices too high? Are they too low? Yes, that's a thing. You can actually have prices that are too low because then people will start to question whether you are going to provide them the experience that they think they deserve, right? So sometimes, you know, when I see a photographer charging $150 an hour, that's not, or for an hour session, like that's not the type of photographer that I want to hire. I'm looking at someone that's charging like $400 plus per hour. Um, So, those are the kinds of things that you know might be getting in the way. Also, if you're not getting inquiries, then it's a visibility problem. And so, then I'm thinking, like, okay, what do I need to work on? I need to work on more marketing, I need to work on more visibility opportunities. So, that is something that I'm also checking in with. Um, And then also managing income and expenses. That's something I'm doing during that tracking and evaluating. So I'm going to just kind of walk you through what I do. And then I have a specific set at the end of the episode that I want to dive into, which are like my top (laughs) things that really move the needle. Okay, so let's talk about the next one. Number three is planning ahead. So when I'm sitting down at my CEO date, I've reflected, I've tracked and evaluated my growth. Now I'm going to plan ahead. I'm going to brain dump my to do list. Now, because I'm Regularly in the process of doing this, when I go to write everything down, it's not like I have a million things in my brain because I actually do this regularly. So I just might have a few things up there that I need to get out. Um, I'm really diligent about any time something pops into my head, I go put it in my task management system, Asana, and I assign it to myself and I give it a due date right away. So I never have just random things floating around in my head. I don't have random sticky notes anymore. Um, I don't have, you know, notebooks full of notes all over the house and five different journals, like everything is pretty streamlined. But that is because I've been diligent. And so I I brain dump anything that I have on my to do list. And then I organize my tasks, I assign them. I also like to decide what support I'm going to need. So this is when I'm thinking about like the babysitters that I need, like all of this stuff is CEO work. And you might be thinking like, how does this move the needle? Because when you are streamlined, and when you are organized, you have capacity to do these things that I'm about to talk about that are, are the more strategic things, right? Because if you're not doing step one through three, you're not going to have the capacity or the brain space to do these things, okay? You're going to be exhausted and burnt out and want to give up. And that's not what I want for you. Okay, so you're deciding what support you're going to need. Um, You're going to be revisiting your goals and planning accordingly. You're going to have goals, right? So some of you listening right now, you might be like, man, I don't even have any goals. Like I have a really hard time thinking about the future of my business. I actually have an upcoming podcast episode where I am going to be talking with you guys about quarterly planning and really goal setting and what that looks like for your business. Because with the new quarter coming up, starting in January, I really want you to have a different year, I want you to be really thinking about the future of your business. And if you need more support with any of these things that I'm sharing with you, I have a group coaching program that specifically walks you through each step. It's called the efficient mom photographer program. It is 12 weeks of Really incredible information, but also the implementation and the accountability. With my coaching that goes alongside with it. So I'll be sure to link that in the show notes if that's something that you're interested in. The first six weeks, we talk all about time and task management, how to protect the asset, like I mentioned, right? How to prevent burnout, really how to take care of yourself, those types of things, Um, how to find that work-life balance. That's the first six weeks. And then in the final six weeks of the program, we talk about step-by-step what it looks like to streamline your processes, which I'm about to dive into. So then once you've had those goals in place, right, you are going to create the action plan that goes along with each month. So you know what you are expected to do. I think a lot of photographers really have a hard time figuring that out. You hear me say this all the time, but Probably ninety of us didn't. Ninety percent of us didn't get into photography because we wanted to be business owners. We got into photography because we liked to take photos. We wanted a creative escape. We wanted something outside of motherhood, right? We wanted something that was for us. But then all of a sudden, this business landed in our lap, and we're like, "Well, shoot, what do we do?" (laughs) Like now, you have to learn to be a business owner, and there's so much more to business than you know, just showing up and taking. Pictures and receiving payment for it, right? There's a lot that goes into it. And once you realize that, the next thing is like you really have to create the action plan. You have to know what you are doing. So during my CEO time, I do this a lot. And I have a two hour CEO date every week, usually on a Saturday, sometimes a Sunday, if my husband works that Saturday. And then once a month, I do a four hour work block, my CEO date. And that work block is put, is put, like specifically creating the action plan for next month. So I revisit all of my goals. I'm looking at all of my upcoming tasks. I'm assigning due dates, and then I'm creating the action plan. So that is what is really helping me understand what I need to do. And then finally, I am getting strategic. So this is that part where I said, you know, if you don't do steps one through three, you're not going to have the brain power to do this next step. And that is streamlining all the processes in your business, enhancing your client experience, really maximizing your efficiency, creating those marketing plans, creating that content strategy. You are going to want to save all of your energy for these things. These things are going to be what moves the needle. So here's the really specific things, Becky, that I think you're asking for. Um, These are the things that I would 100% recommend that you focus on. Okay, number one is to track and follow up with your leads. You need to have a way that you are keeping track of who has reached out to you, and how you're following up. Okay, there are different, um, so many different strategies for this. I mean, you probably already have a CRM. There are things like HoneyBook. Um, I know that some of my clients use IrisWorks. I'm not sure how that works for tracking leads, but I know that HoneyBook has that. Um, I've also heard of Streak. Um, which is a way that kind of reminds you to follow up and you can actually automate the follow up. So I'm not sure if that is what you would want to do. I personally like to personally reach out to people so that it doesn't feel stuffy and automated. Um, But if you can personalize it and then schedule it, that would be my preference. Um, But you just want to stay in touch with those leads and just keep yourself top of mind. Next I would say networking with complementary vendors or businesses who service your specific ideal client is going to be exponentially huge because if you can tap into someone else's market and you can get to know somebody who also knows a lot of people um, and is very reputable in their business, that is going to get you more qualified leads than if you just pop on social media three times a week and post a pretty picture, right? So I really believe that there is value in networking and just getting your name out there and I have like so much information about this inside of the Efficient Mom Photographer program. I also have a Get More Clients workshop where I talk very specifically about networking and how it's really my number one like way to market. I call it relationship marketing, um, and I really do believe it is more powerful than, and and it's more sustainable than showing up on social media. So that's all I have to say about that, but I will link a complimentary episode about relationship marketing in there, just so that you have sort of like a next step in there. Um, next, the third thing that moves the needle forward is having that marketing plan, and basically... What this marketing plan looks like is it's knowing my income goals and it's working backwards. And it's saying, you know, what do I need to do in order to fill these specific openings? Um, And you need to make sure that they're check-offable tasks. So we can't say like, I want to make, you know, $10,000 and $5,000, let's say. I want to make $5,000 and, um, you know, each of my clients are going to pay me $1,000. So I just need five clients and that's my goal. Like, that's not a check-offable goal, right? A check-offable goal is saying, I want to make $5,000. I need to fill five sessions. Now, what are the things that I'm going to do to fill those five sessions? Like, who am I going to network with? Which leads am I going to follow up with? Um, Where can I post about this that I haven't posted about my business before? So some of it is just getting really creative and actually doing some legwork of figuring out how Can I get in front of new audiences so that I don't have to one by one grow my own audience? Does that make sense? Because again, we're wanting to borrow networks that are bigger than us. That is going to be the fastest way to get new clients. Okay, so I have just a couple of examples here for my coaching side of my business. Um, I am still a photographer, but I don't really spend a lot of time promoting my photography. Um, My soul, heart, and focus is in the coaching side of my business. So I plan my podcasts in advance with a strategic plan of what I wanna promote. So every episode that I record, I have something that I'm promoting, whether it's a free resource, a paid resource, or my signature program. I also have a free Facebook community that I am sometimes promoting in episodes. And so I always have something that I'm promoting. So this is what I want you to do for your business as well. So you can do this with your blog, pointing people specifically to what you are booking and really being able to talk up that specific thing. So maybe you're a family photographer for most of the year, but you know, in the colder months when people aren't wanting to go outside, you want to do some indoor sessions. And so maybe you're going to be promoting indoor family sessions. And so how can you use your blog to help point people to your indoor sessions during the cold months, right? So you need to give people a reason to book you. Give them some urgency as well. So we talked about the urgency piece in last week's episode, but basically giving them sort of an added bonus of why they should book with you right now. So maybe you're giving them extra time at their session, a small print package, maybe more digital images, something along those lines. I don't recommend doing money off because I really do feel Like it sometimes reads a little bit desperate and I really want you to be making money. So I would rather you give something small, like an added bonus versus money off. Um, Okay. And then finally, we talked about this briefly, but really, I think something that moves the needle forward in my business is making sure I'm streamlining all of my processes so that I'm saving myself time. Um, Marketing, nurturing my clients, inquiry calls, booking, invoicing, onboarding, client journey, editing, All of the things, right, that go into running a business, if you can get that process streamlined, that is going to be so absolutely crucial for you, because when you have more time to think, right? then you can focus on your marketing plan. You can focus on how you are converting your leads. You can focus on a better, more quality um, client experience. You can invest in education. You can hone your skill, right? Like all of these things just compound when you have those streamlined systems in place. And All of those things are things that we talk about in great detail inside of my coaching program, the Efficient Mom Photographer that I've mentioned. So if you feel like you need any more support in any of these areas, um, send me a message over on Voxer so we can chat about if this program might be a good fit for you. Um, But don't forget to also send me the answer to your question of the episode, which was, What do you feel like is holding you back from consistently moving the needle forward in your business? So maybe it's lack of time. Maybe it's not knowing what to do, or maybe it's something else. So in any case, I would love to help point you in the right direction. And Becky, thank you again so much for this incredible question. I hope that you found it helpful and please feel free to share this with another mom photographer friend. As always, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Organized Mom Photographer podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. To become a part of our free online community of like-minded, ambitious mom photographers, head over to the purposegathering.com mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S. We would love to come alongside you and support you on your journey. If you found value in today's episode, I would love for you to take a minute and leave a review. Your review would mean so much to me and help more mamas just like you find this show. I'm seriously so proud of you for taking time out of your busy day to invest in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, mama. And until next time, remember to slow down and savor every moment of this beautiful journey called life.